Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Peace for Good Show. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Pilkington, the Ryan Pilkington in the house for the Biz for Good Show. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. We have a rock star show today. This is so, this is the epitome of the Biz for Good. The whole reason we're doing this, right, Ryan? Right, Ryan. Right, Ryan. (laughs) And we have an audience. Hey, say hello, audience. Oh, wow, that was cool. A fake audience with the real audience. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Ryan, I am so super excited about the show today. Oh, I've been Tell us about the you. show. Get, 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 get the Ryan-ness all over us. Get the Ryan. Whoa. All right. <laughs> I don't think they can handle all that. They don't really can't handle the Ryan. <laughs> all uh, of the pickle. So, I don't even uh, I don't even know where to start. All I know is these people are awesome and amazing and I'm just so glad they're here. So, Walk for Peace 2020, we have James Allen Thompson and Paul Chavez here in the studio with us and they've been walking for peace and they started in June. Blisters on their feet and all. Of course, they got some pedicures, they got the blisters cleaned off and they're ready to hit it again here. So, they just hit Utah sometime soon recently apparently so they're here so anyways uh so walk for peace 2020 we are so excited to have them here and in studio and we're gonna have you guys instead of doing a bio and all the crap we usually do we're just gonna have you guys talk about yourself for a second and give us a heads up who you are why you're doing it what you know whatever you want to say just really quickly off the top before we get to cool stories and all because i know you guys just in the in the walk from California to Nevada, you got some amazing stories. At least that's what I've been. Yes. We've been following you, of course. We just are so excited about what you're doing, why you're doing it. So let's turn the time over to you guys. Right on. So <clears throat> Katrina Dobieski is also joining us. Um, she's mic'd in. She, she, she can she she wave right uh, there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me see my manicure. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but we are, uh, we're walking for peace. Uh, we started June 24th. We're, we're not quite in Utah. I, I, that would have been amazing if we had made it by now. That was the plan. But we are currently, we ended in Lund, Nevada on um, yesterday, yesterday morning, August the 12th. Uh-huh. Uh, we're up Sawmill Canyon, just up from Lund. Um, and we're walking for peace. We're walking for acceptance. We're walking for kindness. Um, and we're really just, <clears throat> our, our focus here is, you know, the world was freaking crazy. The world was nuts when we set out for this. It was June 2nd, the <clears throat> Blackout Tuesday. There are riots on the streets. There's the fires all over the different cities in the, in the country. Um, and, and people are posting these blackout screens, you know. And James is like, dude, what? Like, what the heck? Like, this is so dumb. These blackout screens and Instagram. I mean, I mean, it's 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 signaling. It's it's like, hey, I'm I'm standing with this movement. But I was like, dude, there, he he said, there's got to be more that we can do. 
And so we start brainstorming. We, we had been listening to like uh, meditation music and we did a workout that morning. And so we're all firing on all the cylinders kind of thing. And I was like, dude, what if we walk for peace across America? And James is like, boom, yes, let's do it. Like instantly, <laughs> like within five seconds. And, and, and we just both got really excited and, and it just all started from there. And uh, how did you guys meet? So we met. Um, oh, wait, who oh, wait. are you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, who, who, who are, are you? Oh, sorry. Who yeah. are you, people? Yeah. Who? who are you? James, James, go for it. So what do you want to know about me? Uh, who is well, James if we Alan were to Thompson? Put you on a portfolio here of. Well, sorts. first of all, this is my third time being on. Oh, that! Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, we didn't even acknowledge that. <laughs> this is the longest running here. guest that we've had for times. <laughs> yeah. time. I don't know where I'm going with that, but awesome. it, anyway, uh, you've been here three times. This is your third time. Welcome Amazing, back. and the last time I think was like a year and a half ago or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so maybe I'll just share what I was doing before the walk. Um, I was working as a copywriter, marketing consultant. So a big part of my job was storytelling and writing stories. And so, and I also worked as a chef on the side. So I was catering private events, and actually that's what I'm doing up here in Utah is catering my brother's wedding. Nice. Cool. And how about you, Sir Paul? So I can call is, you Sir Paul. You've been yeah. knighted. Do I do I look in the camera by the way, or should you, I look you, at wherever you, you want? Whatever you want. All right. The guests are just along for the show, so <laughs> you do whatever makes you comfortable. Look deeply right into on. his eyes. Katrina <laughs> 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 likes that. No, no. Spirit to spirit. It's hard to do it's, that with a camera. It's it's tough. Um, I so I grew up in San Francisco, California. Uh, big Giants fan. Um, um, luckily, Katrina, she's a big Giants fan as well. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I've worn oh. that maybe twice. I'm an Angels fan because uh, you know what happened in yeah, 2002, right? <laughs> it, was rough, it was a rough year. Um, forget. <laughs> so I grew up there. I, I moved when I was 14. I moved to Concord, um, lived there until I was 22. Moved to uh, Utah when I was 22. Um, just dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety. I was also, um, you know, struggled with suicidal ideation at a young age, bullying, um, and just self-doubt, self-deprecation, um, really low self-esteem. Uh, I was addicted to video games, you know, in high school. And I was ready to kill myself probably several times uh, between 16 and 22. Um, and then moving to Utah was probably one of the best things for me. Just getting out of the house, getting my own apartment, moving into roommates, and learning. If, if for me, it felt like graduating from a little clucking chicken to a you know an, a soaring eagle Ooh. kind of thing. You know. Um, so I worked uh, off and on in restaurants for uh, eight or nine years, serving tables at Sizzler, Spaghetti Factory, Tucano's, um, different places. Myrtle Rose, James and I worked together worked at Tucano's together. Um, we've had like, I think, eight jobs in common at this point. <laughs> uh, we've had quite a history. Um, done a lot of door-to-door sales. I've done five seasons of door-to-door sales, mm-hmm. like Pest Control and Dish Network. And uh, recently I've done, uh, taught two full years of U.S. history and U.S. government, um, as well as six months of substitute teaching with James, once again. Uh, we both <laughs> subbed at the same time. Um, <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, honestly, this, after this last year, I love my students. I love the school, Crestview Preparatory, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, shout out to you guys if any of y'all hear this. God bless you. Um, had a great mentor in John Cronstead and in Tony Holland. 
uh, Paul Van Dyne, um, and, and several other people, just a really awesome staff there. Um, but I realized towards the end of the year that uh, teaching was just kicking my ass, and I'm like, I'm ready to move forward <laughs> and transition into something else. And so that's when James and I took this road trip, right, from Phoenix to Northern California. So we had met actually about, was it like nine years ago at mm -hmm. UVU? Um, I was involved in student government, and I believe Paul was too, and that's how we had first connected. Mm -hmm. So you've been friends for nine years. Mm -hmm. Close friends. I mean, it sounds like you guys have done a lot of stuff together. A lot of you friends, got yeah. this mindset together. You kind of, yeah. yeah, that's, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, friends are important. So who is this person in the corner yeah, that unfortunately we don't have a, we don't really a know camera for? <laughs> She's just this out. talking like, magical thing. Could I turn it around? Somebody one time and we're like, who are you? Hey, um, yeah, I'm Katrina and I, oh. Awesome. We can just leave it there. It's so, Ryan Pilkington? That's weird. Well, <laughs> So, um, I met the guys actually earlier this year. Um, Violet, my roommate and lovely audience member, is also here. And we just had a hankering come January. Like, you know, we'd been kind of reclusive and we, we like our life and we like it really isolated. But, you know, let's make Whoa. friends this year. Let's do something in 2020 where we actually talk to people. So we threw a bunch of parties, got to know people. James showed up at one of the events and then he was like, hey, you know, I'm also a personal chef. Well, you can't you can't say that and not personally cook for us. So <laughs> brought him over. He made us curry. You guys should have him cook for you. Really? Too, he's oh, exactly awesome. right. oh, dude. Uh, I am a big fan of food. Really James, you should <laughs> travel too, with James. Man. Yeah. Oh, dude. So oh. he came over and made us food. We all became friends. We met Paul through him. And then, um, you know, we're all kind of hanging out. And I heard about their project. And I was like, well, that's really good for you guys. You know, really good that you want to do that thing. And you, I will support you from home. I called him. I said, you know, I can help with social media from the comfort of my home. And you all do what you do. And then I woke up one morning. It was the next morning. I was like, water. Like, water in the desert. Like, how in the world are they going to cross Nevada for two weeks, like, drinking a gallon a day? So I thought, well, if someone doesn't go with them, they might die. And so I, <laughs> I figured I could take some time off and maybe maybe help out. And so you're in the support them. vehicle? Is support that? Vehicle. Uh, I've done a bit of walking with them, but mostly support. Awesome. Yeah. She awesome. like cooks us lunch, breakfast, dinner. <laughs> oh, she dude, helps that. us with laundry. Yeah. She gets the she gets the groceries for us. She's and amazing. <laughs> and massages. I think we all need a support vehicle. <laughs> we, we do. We do. She's been, you know, an angel. <laughs> you know, I've I've said uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. We we don't do anything great alone. Mm. Mm. And, and the people that we love and connect with is what makes change and what makes things really great and yeah. powerful. And to see the connection and the spirit that you guys, I mean, the spirit that you guys have for what you're doing and, and how much you believe in it and care about it. We were talking about it before, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff in the world right now, mm -hmm. but there are still a lot of great people in this world doing great things yeah. like you guys and we need to focus on that mm. because it's it's hard right now i mean the last four months it's hard to see good things in the world and yeah. we need more people standing up and saying listen we as a human race are good mm -hmm. and there's a lot more good people in the world than bad that's, that's right. it you know, one of the things I wrote on the wall here is live your purpose. And I believe each person... A year and a half ago. That's right, yeah. <laughs> each person has come to this earth with unique talents and abilities to 
share goodness, right? To, to bring goodness to the world. And so that's what we're trying to do. Each of us have our own strengths. Um, you know, mine happens to be storytelling and, and writing. And so I want to be able to use my talents to inspire the world, right? And same with Paul. Paul has this ability to communicate and inspire people. And he has the strength and he's able to carry us through the desert. Um, so it's been awesome. Kicking Literally and screaming. Kicking yeah. and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us about that. I mean, so how has the experience been? I mean, the, you've been on the road how, how many days? You've been walking how many days now? Today, today is day 51, I believe, officially. 52? 52, actually. And how long do you think this is... The, this is going to take. You guys got any ideas now that you've been walking for 50 days? Yes, we have a, doing the math. Uh, so our goal initially was 15 miles a day. Uh, in the last, in the first fifth, in the first like 48 days, we averaged uh, 11 miles a day. Uh, part of it was Yosemite. Um, part of it was blisters. <laughs> and part of it was Mountain lions. <laughs> <laughs> wild horses. Uh, wild horses aren't Spoiler. Yes. 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 The unexpected uh, desert of, Ute of Nevada. Um, so we're, we're shooting now for 17 miles on average every single day. Um, and so if we do that, we have 144 days left of hiking. Um, not to include days where we take off for like Rob, Rob and Angela getting married, James' brother Rob. A good friend of mine, and, and uh, you know, and we have uh, a, we're planning to do a kindness day this upcoming Monday, August seventeenth, from two p.m. until eight p.m. That's um, here in Salt Lake City, in Liberty Salt Lake Park, City, yeah. Liberty, Liberty Park. Park. Yep, northeast corner of Liberty Park. We'll have uh, we'll be putting together supplies for refugees and for homeless, and then distributing meals to homeless. Um, so come and support us on that, and then we'll have a few more kindness days throughout the year, probably in Columbus, Washington, D.C., and maybe one other city, um, maybe uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, or some, some other see city. see if we can gather more people each time. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Get this big Snowball. thing going. Yes. Let's, mm -hmm. let's commit to that, Ryan. We, and we, we've talked about we want to We want to to do a weekly where you guys are at and what you're doing and how you're doing, maybe check in. Cause cool. It, so just nice. to keep, just to keep, keep the momentum going. We, we just, I, I know me and Ryan have talked about it. We just love what you're doing. We've been watching mm. and, and we, we just need to highlight more of this stuff mm. that, that, so anyway, sorry, I'm harping. I keep harping. I mean, you're fine. Yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Honestly, we have, man, we have so many stories. I sort of just want to dive in on some stories. Let's do it. Do it. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. All right. So, um, one of the very first, I, I believe, so I've been thinking through like, man, first of all, who is the most, who's the biggest angel we've had on the road? Mm -hmm. I was, I was thinking through that. And for the longest time in my mind, it was Tammy, Tammy D'Antonio. Um, she, you know, she came into our life at the perfect moment. We we had had we had sort of come to this this uh, crossroads, this sort of this headway as a team, where um, James and I have a little bit of a different mission, a little different vision, and we're blending that together as we go. Right, where my thing is hiking coast to coast every single mile as a team. Period. Like, you know, not skipping anything. Right. Um, and and doing that for peace. As we do that, we develop greater inner peace, greater love. Um, it's like a walking meditation, and we inspire other people to do the same. And that's what we're walking for. We're walking across America. James, it, as well as doing that, 
His thing is more um, highlighting the kindness of others as we come in contact with people and, t- and sharing their stories, which is, I think, probably the more powerful aspect of this, of this journey for a lot of people. It's just sh- we're, we're seeing these amazing things. And so as we're, so, we're sort of arguing, we're sort of like, you know, butting heads a little bit going into, um, into Groveland, California. And it's just like our feet are covered in blisters. Um, they're like popping along the way. There, there's just like sacks that are exploding in our in our shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a nice picture. <laughs> it was it was gnarly. Take us there. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was so pain. It was the day of pain. It was the day of pain and suffering. And so, so when we stayed at my cousin Shirley's house, uh, which it was like a mansion. Shirley and Randy, thank you so much. They had us over. They they put us up. I soaked How'd you my find feet them? in Epsom salt. My my cousin, um, she. Um, you know, she just saw what we were doing on social media and she reached out. We're not super close, but mm-hmm. you know, she's like, Hey, we want to help. She, I think she sent a message to my mom. Like, Hey, when, when they're it's coming through Sonora, have them stop by. We want to put them up. So we had, they made us homemade pie and you know, a meal and mm-hmm. we, we, you know, had a nice bed to stay in the shower. Um, and so the next day the plan was I would walk, uh, 12 miles and then James would walk 12 miles. And so we did a relay kind of thing. So that way our feet could rest and we get to the Groveland and then hopefully get to our Yosemite reservation in time. Because we were like pushing to get to Yosemite. Like we got to get there. The reservation starts and they're crazy about the reservation Because process. of the COVID stuff that uh-huh. it's, it's hard. It, uh, exactly. They're, they're, oh, that was, ooh, that was a headache, but we got through it. Um, so, so we get into Grove. So, oh, so halfway through, halfway. So I got some, I, I got three miles outside of my, my stopping point for the day. And James um, gets a ride up from well, Cliff to Caleb. Yeah. So I'm walking through this canyon, and going downhill wasn't that bad. It was going uphill. It was probably it was like <laughs> seven miles, you know, back and forth, switch back through this canyon. And I'm walking, and these guys are like driving past me. One of them is in like a dune buggy. He's like, hey, do you need a ride? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm walking across America. And they're like, oh, that's so awesome. So then I see them again. They pass me. And I'm like almost out of water and food, and I'm like, this is, this is not fun. I need to just like take them up on this ride. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a ride with you guys. So I, I jumped in the back, and they took me to Groveland. So we got dinner, and turns out that these guys were all ex-drug users, recovering addicts, um, you know, alcoholics, and uh, they just completely turned their lives around. And a lot of veterans, and, right? Yeah, 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 veterans, and so. Um, for me, I thought, like, I'm so glad that I took this ride. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that day I didn't walk the full, you know, seven miles or whatever it was, but I had this opportunity to connect with them and share our story. And we got, you know, we got fed, and then I went back and brought some food to, to Paul, and then that's where we, uh, we met up. Mm-hmm. So Cliff and Michaela, um, they're the ones that picked James up. They, like, they picked me up. It was, it was the most awesome thing. We, we didn't know how we were going to figure this out because we were trying to do it with Uber and Lyft, and there's, like, no Uber and Lyft in the middle of Sonora, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, it's a dead country zone. And uh, <clears throat> so they pick up, they, they come to me, and I'm, I'm like, guys, I got three more miles. Like, if you can come to me, like, in an hour and a half, I'm down. And they're like, yeah, no problem, man. That's fine. So, like, literally, I walk three more miles. They come up. They show up. James is in the car. I think James was sleeping at that point. Yeah. And uh, they, had, they had fed him. They'd give him water. They took me to like this little cliff to like jump off into this river, and they like just we just hung out. Um, and then and I was like, and so James had walked. James had walked seven miles that day, and I'd walked the twelve. 
um, and he had five more miles or so left on his trek, but his feet were done, and he's like, dude, I'm done, man. So I'm like, so it was either it was either they take us to Groveland and we stay in the motel, but we were going to start at Yosemite like really soon, <coughs> excuse me, or I finish his leg for him, and then meet up with him in Groveland. And I was like, dude, let's just let's just knock this out right now. So my feet are like killer pain, and I'm just my back's hurting, but I'm just like, dude, I'm just going to knock it out. I don't care. I'm going for it. And so we go we, we to where to James left off. They drop me off. I go five miles, so by the time I get into Groveland, it's the evening time. We had had like a little powwow on a phone call, me and James and Katrina. But as I'm walking into town, um, I go into this grocery store, right? James at that point had already camped up in, at, near the, at a church, local LDS church, and he was out for the night. And I walk in, I get some water, um, and as I get, I get some water and a sandwich, and I go out into the parking lot. And as I'm eating my sandwich, or before I even start eating my sandwich, I noticed that I was overcharged by like five bucks, and you know I'm like I'm a stickler, you know. So I, I go, <laughs> I go back in, and uh, and I'm like, hey, um, I noticed I got overcharged. Is it okay if we, you know, if we straighten that out? And she's like, oh yeah, sorry about that. And and as she's about to give me the refund, I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna get three more waters. Is that all right? She's like, that's fine. So I go into the fridge and I have my bag and I just put three waters straight into my bag. And there's people like watching me. You know, fill my bags with water, and, and <laughs> oh, <laughs> from the fridge. So this I, is a good story, right? <laughs> right. You don't get beat Somebody up gets or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I go to Amber, the cashier, and I say, Amber, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I just wanted to show you the water. She's like, awesome. That's no problem. And there was a lady in line named Tammy. Right. She's the uh, owner of a hotel there in Groveland, California. All seasons in. And so I get my sandwich, I go outside, start drinking the water, and Tammy comes out and she says, hey, um, Amber told me about what you're doing. Because Amber had asked, she saw the backpack and backpack, she's like, what, what's going on, what are you doing? I'm like, well, we're walking across America. So Tammy's like, Amber told me what you're doing, I think it's amazing. Uh, I saw how kind you were to her. I noticed you called her by name. She said, I live in a small town and no one calls her by name. Now, I don't see that kind of kindness, like... Like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, we're just walking across America and we're walking for peace, acceptance, and kindness. Um, and she says, well, I want to help you guys somehow. Um, I own a hotel here in town. What can I do for you? And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you know, let me just, uh, the, tent, the tent bed's getting a little hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could use a hotel room. And, and she said, um, she said, you know, I don't have a, um, she said, I don't have a, a clean hotel room, but I have an empty one. I said, we'll clean it for you. I said, well, and we'll, you know what? We'll even clean all the rooms in the hotel for and you. The toilets. And the, we'll, we'll clean, <laughs> oh, I, said, <laughs> I said, we'll clean as many as you need us to. And she said, okay, yeah. And so she, and, and she, she said, she said uh, something like, anyway, uh, I'm like, uh, well, my buddy's at the, at the church. Like, could maybe drive me over there and, and pick him up. So she drives us to the church a mile away, picks up James. He's asleep already. We get all the stuff, throw it in the car. She has a dog, Rolf, super sweet like wolf husky mix um, and she takes us back to the hotel and she just shares her life story with us and she 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 puts us up in her hotel for nine straight days wow. free of charge wow 
That would have like got us through Yosemite. Like, with all of the different ways that the permits had worked, we'd had, like, mm-hmm. a day that we could hike, and then the day we could stop. And if it wasn't for that, like, we were yeah. packing our food in bear cans. It was just almost impossible to just do it through hiking. Yeah. But then if we had to have done that, like, she was an angel, really. Mm-hmm. She fed us. She, she fed us. She, yeah, she took us out to dinner a couple times. Yeah. She made us breakfast. She connected with us, connected people with us in town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She had her daughter connect with us. She, uh, she, we still have stuff with her. We left stuff with her. Because we had too much stuff in the vehicle. She's, it, you know, she's been one of the biggest trail angels. But honestly, the the biggest trail angel for James and I, I realized, has been Katrina. Because she, because she hopped on this journey. Honestly, <laughs> like, we, I, no one asked her. No one asked her to come. Yeah, two two days, two days after telling her, she was like, she her job. She's like, I notified my job. I'm like ready to go. Get let's get me on the insurance. No, I did get asked. I did get asked, and I said no because you're crazy. And then two <laughs> days later, I said, you know what? No, I, I could do it. So, yeah. Wait, who asked? Oh, I told. You I, did. That's yeah, right. You know, I was like, you might, you can come if you want. Yeah, right. Oh, I can come. If <laughs> <laughs> Great. That yeah. sounds like yeah. torture. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I, I don't remember that. That's that's true. That's a good point. That's a good reminder. But. But she's been a huge angel for us. Um, we couldn't, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know how we would have gone through Nevada without Katrina. So, um, absolutely. So, this is a, I mean, this is a hard thing. What, what, and, and I think the only way to get attention, especially in this world of so much noise and so much stuff going on, mm-hmm. is to do a hard thing. Yeah. And, but do, do you think that you're, growing as people yourselves because of it for sure i feel like i've become a lot more patient with myself with others and even with god's timing um there have been multiple times like i'll share this experience we were walking through the desert and uh paul was a little bit behind me i think katrina was coming from the city stocking up on supplies and i had mm-hmm. run out of water mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were about i don't know 15 20 miles away from the nearest place where we could fill up on water so I was talking to my dad that day, and I asked, hey, could you pray that an angel will come and bring us water? And so after he, um, we got off the phone, I prayed and said, God, if you would magically fill up my bottles with water, I know you can do that, or send an angel, or just help me get through this. And then pretty much right after that, this, this guy comes up in a white truck and brings us a gallon of water, and then Paul meets up with us, and then you can share the story about the under family. Yeah. So... This, this, so this guy in the truck, before before he had even showed up, four hours earlier, he, he came and he, his name is Chris, he, he came off the side of the road and he said, uh, uh, hey, you boys need anything? And, and I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, he's like, you need any water? I'm like, sure. I, I'm not, I'm not going to turn down water in the middle of the desert. He, <laughs> we had gone, I think, three or four hours at that point. Um, and we, we, each of us, I had, I had at least four liters, which is 120 ounces. James, I think, had about the same. Um, and so th- about two, three hours later, the Ender family comes in their RV, and they had been in uh, Tonopah. Their transmission had broken down. They're taking this road trip, and they, they, so they were driving back down to Bishop down south, um, Bishop, California. And so they pulled off, and they said, hey, we saw you guys uh, as we were going to Tonopah the other day, and we saw you were walking together, and, and uh, as we're going this way, we, were, we saw you were, you were separated. We were wondering if everything is okay. We saw your friend sitting on the side of the road, and 
I was like, yeah, I mean, we're okay. We're doing good. And he's like, you, you have enough water? I'm like, I mean, I'll, I'll take a fill up if you guys have water. And so they filled up both my, I have two bladders. They filled up both bladders. And then they're like, you want another bottle? I'm like, I think I'm okay. I'm like, oh, actually, no, I have a friend. Yeah, I, could I get another bottle? And so they filled up another bottle for me. They gave us some snacks. And they're like, wow, it's amazing what you're doing. Thank you so much. This is awesome. You're such an inspiration. And they're so cool. They had their two sons, Lucas and uh, Isaiah. And, um, and they like, you know, they like, that's such a cool knife. And they like signed by walking my staff and <clears throat> very cool family. So I walk over to James. What's up, man? What's going on? I ran to water. Oh, sweet. So as I'm about to bring my bottle out, this guy, Chris comes back, pulls off really quick, gets two gallons from his car, two full brand new gallons, puts them on the ground. And then he looks at us and he says, now boys, listen. <laughs> number one you're in the fucking desert <laughs> number two you're in the motherfucking desert you need to bring enough water and number three and I was like yes sir yes sir he's like number three I'm gonna kick you in the nuts and you're gonna feel it I'm gonna kick him so hard if you keep calling me sir <laughs> and, then, and then he just he just went over all these stories of um, these people that he had seen on the side of the road eating from like cow, you know, cow, uh, I don't know, cow watering, like, piles, <laughs> whatever they're called. Yeah. Troughs. Water Troughs. holes. Water holes, yeah. yeah. And and just with flies flying around, he's like, you guys need to bring enough water. Don't be stupid. You're in the desert. And I was like, ah. And I, as I was about to say, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> I had just gotten filled up. and But but he's right. We, You can't, like, 120 ounces isn't enough. It's it's crazy because you right the American diet sixty four ounces like eight eight but you gotta like almost triple that when you're in the desert because you're just drinking so much for eight hours. Do you do salt pills or anything? Down. Do you do potassium and stuff we, like that? Yeah, we have uh, little pellets um, that we get from the outdoor sh- store, and we have Propel, and we have Gatorade, and yeah. But you know, to tie all this in, you know, like I said before about patience is a big part of that has been learning to let go, right? Let go of everything. Like, you know, before coming out here, I had to let go of some material things. Like I sold my car, I sold pretty much everything I had. I had a dog, I had to let go of the dog. Um, but it's been letting go of ego, resentment, um, pride, all these different things. Learn That's how I've been growing so far. And we're only in the beginning, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think the walk for peace has really made us take stock of ourselves. Like, are we internally peaceful? I think we ask, oh, we're pretty good people. We can do this thing. And then it really grinds it out of you. Like, it squeezes you like a grape. Like, if you have that internal peace, you'll feel it. And if you don't, it, all of that, especially being in close quarters, you know, having yeah. two new roommates for the next six to eight months, you know what I'm saying? And every waking minute being, I love it, but every waking minute we're around <laughs> each other. And it's so awesome because you get to know these people on a level that is like really an honor to get to know people on that level but you also see everyone's strengths and weaknesses come out you see your mm-hmm. own you see your own reflected back at you so I think what Jan- I'm just piggybacking off of what James said like I think we're realizing that to be able to be a hundred percent to sh- to give positivity when we walk into a town or to give positivity on the side of the road we have to kind of be one with ourselves and one with each other and we notice is when the group coheres when we when we get along things work out well for us but when there is when we're kind of struggling, when it's disjointed, things just in the universe don't work out as well. Can I say something along the lines with that? So um, another thing we've learned to do, you know, with letting go is 
um, letting people come in and serve, right? A lot of people, especially your listeners, are going through something right now. Mm-hmm. And we have to allow others to be there, right? Like, I'm so glad that Katrina's with us because it's allowed us to let go of physical things in our backpack so we can keep moving forward, right? Yeah. So that's a lesson to learn in life is that sometimes we have to let go and let others carry some of that burden. We don't have to carry it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So whether, you know, it's, you know, sickness or bullying or anything like that, we don't have to carry that burden by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes to be to be a giver, you have to have somebody to receive it. Yeah. And if we're all spending all of our time giving, we forget that we also have to have receivers. We yes. have to be open to saying, you know what, I, I'm okay with getting assistance from you. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with, with you know, I, I don't have to do it all because we are all on this planet together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love it. All right, so I got another story. Oh, cool. <laughs> Stories are the best. <laughs> Bring it. So uh, it was, um, I think, five or six days in. Um, James and I had, we had started in Clayton. Um, well, no, we actually had started in Concord, and we were walking through, and we actually ended up, we ended up probably f- five, ten miles west of where we should have ended up. So we got, it was, we, we basically had gone to this back trail, and there was this part that said, do not enter, uh, do not go through this. Instant road. death. <laughs> Instant <laughs> death. Hey, let's check this out. <laughs> I just, for some reason, thought, this is the right way to go. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Danger. It was danger, <laughs> Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> James and I, James and I, that was before we started using our compass. Because every moment up until that point, we had been using Google Maps. Right? And so my phone, I think it was dead at that point. And James, so James, James was doing the directing. Sometimes and, the and old stuff still works. <laughs> yeah. So he was using his Google Maps, but it was like reconnecting, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, and so we started going west when we're going east across the country, right? We started going basically due west. Oh, oh no! Yeah. So so we get we get to the wrong we get to the wrong area we get to the wrong spot. Uh, we wait for probably an hour. My buddy Michael comes forty minutes from where he lives to pick us up. He had been doing that every single day. He had been, at the end of each day we hiked, he would pick us up where we left off. He would drive us to my mom's place. We stayed with her for three or four or five days. Um, and then and then she would drive us to where we left off the next day in the morning. Wow. So, um, so the next, so, so we, we go from there, we go to, we get a burger and, and we just sort of, we go to sleep and, and then we start the next day. So we, the next day we go from Clayton to Brentwood. And so at this point I'm figuring, Mike's going to be out of the picture. We, we haven't discussed him picking us up. We had discussed, all right, at this point, we're going to take everything, take all our supplies from my mom's place and strike out and camp, right? So we go, and um, we ended up crossing, like, a private property. We got <laughs> harassed by coyotes along the way. We were, we were freaked out because we're city boys. We don't, I'm like, I don't know about coyotes, so I got my staff. I'm like, I'm going to crush a coyote's skull if I have to. I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna handle a freaking coyote, dude. <laughs> like, man, we're thinking, we're thinking there's there's snakes coming around. Like, oh, we yeah. don't know what's going on. But we, so we crossed in this private property. We didn't realize it was private, but it was like it was the path we had to go. And we had our compasses at this point. We're like, we're going east. And uh, we are hungry, right? We we get to this road, this like dilapidated, abandoned road that has all this crazy chalk on it, um, <coughs> chalk art. 
Oh, I thought you meant like lines of dead where people were murdered. <laughs> oh, there were chalk lines. There were chalk lines like that. It was just like it was just someone who came in and just oh, okay. did you know a graffiti art with this. You think that was pretty sure? I mean, <laughs> but um, so we actually at one point we prayed that God would bring us sandwiches. Like, please God, bless us I'm with sandwiches and drinks. Make sure it has uh, not bologna, not, not <laughs> pastrami, <laughs> just anything. Sandwiches. And so, even tuna. I'm not even joking. 20 minutes later, and I thought Mike was out of it. I thought it was just because we had had people like stop at the side of the road and just give us stuff at that point several times. So I was like, God, just give us some sandwiches. We don't have really good food to eat. Please help us out. So we, it's like 20 minutes later. Mike calls us. He's like, Hey, man, um, you guys hungry? And I was like, bro, you were listening to some, you were listening to some spirit right now. Like, <laughs> we just prayed. I was like, yeah, man, just like, yeah, anything. We'll like, we'll take whatever you got. So 30 minutes later, he comes. He brings us both like stogie sandwiches. And he brings us Gatorades. And and at this point, we're an hour from where he lives. Um, but mm. he came and he hooked us up. And James and I just sort of plopped out, plopped down. We were like 18 miles in, I think, at that point. We plopped down in front of someone's property. And just camp out right in front of like an orchard and on the, road. on the side of the road, and that was that was our first night camping. Oh wow! wow. But it was just amazing, like that the sandwiches the sandwiches literally came like an, it was like, ding the order was placed. Oh. Like oh. sandwiches came. <laughs> so cool. So I have another awesome. quick story on that. God has them on speed dial, or they have him or something. So they were like. I remember it was maybe like a week or two ago and you guys were talking about, remember you said, oh, they were talking this food into existence and then we literally oh, yeah. went through one yeah. and someone gave us the dinner that they had vocalized a week before. Like they had named like oh, yeah. five things. What was okay. it, James? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> you know, we're against this town. We're going to have corn, we're going to have steak, we're going to have mm -hmm. like, yeah, yep. all these things. Because you're eating road food for weeks, right? Mm -hmm. And like yeah. you're not going hungry, but you're not, like you don't have the luxury of making stuff Granola like and some protein yeah. bars and lots of protein. We managed to cook you two things. Those, yeah. yeah, this family literally had us over and wasn't planned. They had, you know, decided the day before and literally like they had laid out every single thing that the guy has. Mm. The Hamiltons, so right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they hooked cool. us up with steak, corn. They hooked us up with potatoes, um, meatloaf. Yeah. Thank you, Christy and Sean in Lund, yes. Nevada. You're Lund Nevada. and Anne. We appreciate and, it. and Murray and Morris. Yeah. Murray. Oh, Murray got us connected right. with all of them. Yeah. Tribe of Kings. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Murray. Murray's cousin Anne lives in Lund, and Anne's son Sean hooked us up with Wi-Fi. They let us use mm. their computer. They fed us a couple nights. Yeah. Really cool people. Yeah. Line of that is awesome. Me, me, or when I was looking on your your Facebook, you you had had a situation where you you thought like Area Fifty One was coming to pick you oh, up, some yeah. white trucks. Uh, what was that? Yes, what what yes. happened there? I was so, curious. So we were walking in the morning, and you know sometimes when you're walking through the desert, your mind starts playing tricks on you, you get <laughs> delusional. And previously, the the previous day, um, we had seen uh, entourage of like. Uh, highway Patrol yeah. escort this F-117, but I was like out of my mind. I'm like, is that a What's UFO? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we saw them. We saw them first coming towards us. Yeah, we're going really fast with no lights on, and then all of a sudden they're going the other direction. They're heading east with lights lights flashing. There's two behind and two in front mm -hmm. escorting this F-117. Big, yeah. big fighter like fighter plane, I think. So that was kind Whoa. of cool. But the, so the next day, you know, we're walking in the morning, and I see these two white trucks pass me. And then they flip around, and we're, I mean, you know, we're pretty used to people pulling over, but like these two white trucks flip around and pull off on the side of the road. And we've been told that if you walk down the wrong road in Nevada, yeah. like they'll like tell you to turn around and you'll just disappear. 
And so I thought this was it. This is how we're <laughs> this is how Paul and I are going to go out. We're uh, being taken to the compound, and I hope we have connection there because I want to do a Facebook Live, right? All you suckers that wanted to storm Area 51 last year, you guys failed. We got it. So, um, Entirely wrong approach, you guys. <laughs> so like, I'm like. I'm like shaking a little bit, and these guys come out with water, like, hey, you guys are right? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and so we told them what we were doing is um, uh, Steve and Juanis, and uh, these guys were, they have their own transportation company, so they're coming from California out east, I think through Colorado, and they're transporting, like, I think boats and other things, and um, they hear what we were doing. These guys are ex convicts. These guys both had served in prison, I think, for like 14 years, mm-hmm. something like that. But and both both had really amazing stories. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Juanis was protecting his neighborhood. Um, Steve was protecting an abused woman, and they both got thrown into prison doing doing that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, really, just incredible, um, incredible men. Yeah. They Steve said he said uh, as I was driving I saw a like a string of light connected from you into me and it just hit me and hit my gut and like this feeling just came up like I need to pull over for them. Juanis and, and him both had the same feeling, um, <laughs> and they pulled over and and Juanis I mean you can go on our Facebook page we went live with him and he said he said I have a message for you brother and I, I'm like <laughs> oh all right he's like you are my identical twin brother <laughs> and I'm you identical twin brother. And the only thing that separates us is this pigment right here. Yeah. It's 1%. Like a 57 it's 1%. He said 90, we are 99% the same. All of us. All of us are 99% the same. And we were all cut from the same cloth, all cut from the same blueprint. And, and he said, uh, <clears throat> and, and it's important to realize we are, you are my brother. And we are all family. You know? and, he just went, and he went through and he went through this with me multiple, multiple times. And this guy, I mean, Katrina had gotten a ticket. The day oh before, gosh. from our the local sheriff, <laughs> that was a rough moment. Uh, I think Mr. Wade was his name. Yeah, really nice old guy. Uh, gave her a good old fashioned two hundred and forty dollar ticket. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah. Oh. God bless him. Yeah. And and I mean, Wanis um, Wanis is gonna help her with the ticket. He's I think he's already paid it at this point. He they hooked us up with water. They hooked us up with AC in our can- in our tent. They hooked us up with. They put uh, they, AC in your tent. They, they put air conditioning in your air tent. Conditioning, they put yeah. they had an air like conditioner a, from their truck and they yep. jimmy rigged it into their tent. And yep. they then stayed an extra day out of their way <laughs> oh my so God. that they could sleep with AC. I mean, these yep. guys were angels. Wow. They glowed. When they pulled over at the <laughs> oh, side of the road, amazing. I, yeah, they were just, they've changed. These, these salt of the earth. Yeah. I mean, Literally, food, yeah. the wipes, body wipes. Uh, weapons they gave her uh, a oh, I got a flare, flare gun, gun <laughs> and they gave her a, a, they gave her a big ass is that, huge did you bear shoot mace. that all? Uh, she did she did bear mace bear yeah, mace like a, I like could, like, grizzly spray bear spray a whole forest with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like I would but yeah, yeah. we did the flare guns yeah I watched mace. that I watched that they yeah. emptied out their cupboards they gave us all the food that they had on them all the food everything they emptied they gave us they gave us cash they gave they give us, they give all of us cash, mm-hmm. and then they pay for it. They her give ticket. me a little extra. They give me extra cash too. They, they said, you more. know, you're, <laughs> you're a woman here. You're a girl, and we know that you know you gotta take care. They're so sweet. They have daughters, and they just oh, they yeah. hooked me up. Yeah. One yeah. went to town and got me chocolate milk. Thank you. Yeah. That was just yeah. you'd be surprised. Small and they filled our cooler with moments. ice. Yeah, they were just amazing. So, sorry, the small so, emotional yeah, moments. Yeah. No, that, that's what really helps. Like, 
water, food, all of that helps 100%. Oh, and what yeah. was so sweet about the way they helped was they went beyond the staples. They said, like, well, what do you need? Like, they got in our yeah. head, like, what would make you feel better? Like, they got me pink razors and chocolate milk. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. being a girl on the road for three weeks, like, you have no, I almost cried. <coughs> like, it felt so good to have, you know, the, just that thoughtful touch. And that yeah. was really, yeah, they're, they're angel. They're angeling. I did cry. Yeah. They made me cry. Yeah. Like, they yeah. brought tears to my eyes. I mean, the, the thing is, uh, I'm sure you have a lot of Utah listeners, a lot of LDS listeners, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. This Steve, to me, he comes across like a patriarch or some kind of like state president. He has like this spiritual gift. And he looked at me and he's like, you know what? And he's like, I feel like God is wanting to tell me this and this and that. And mm-hmm. like I was telling him all these stories from, you know, teaching and subbing. And, and he's like, that happened to you for this reason. And you, we were just, we like, we had an hour long conversation where I'm like, you know, my goal, right, our mission statement is 17 miles a day, and I'm, so I'm like, gosh, we got to get going. But on the on the inside of my heart, I'm like, I need I need to hear this message. I need to hear what they have to say. So they they helped us in so many ways. They were literally angels yeah. mm-hmm. on the highway for us. They were relentless. They just would not stop. So then I wrote about this experience on Facebook, and I said, you know, these guys are the soul of the earth. And then like the next day, they're driving through Salt Lake, yep. and Juanus texted me and said, or Katrina and said. We literally got stuck in the salt flats. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> and they were covered in salt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why? You guys don't deserve that. Like, you guys just helped yeah. us out. Like, why didn't God do you a solid and like not? But they said that Steve called. Oh, it was like four thirty in the morning. Yes. Yeah, and he oh, he mentioned that. So we were all sleeping. <laughs> don't feel bad about this, Steve. But he, he woke me up. <laughs> and I got. I was so happy to hear from them though. And he he told me this story. He's like, yeah, we're in the salt flats and we were driving and we got stuck because they do this transport across the country company. Um, and he's like, we were to the point where we were like digging ourselves out with our hands, like trying to get out of this mess. And like, just and this had happened to us a couple weeks prior oh. in Patreon the marshes. Sacred files. You yes. See the story. yes. <laughs> We've also <laughs> dug ourselves out of places with our hands. But yeah. Um, so they had gotten stuck and he said, we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no service. Juanis is trying to, you know, like nothing is anywhere there. It's like, we're sitting, we're thinking, why is this happening? And when he said he Steve told me his reasoning he said it was so God could make sure that they knew that like hey y'all are great for helping but I'm still great like this is more about the project this is more about me and the good that I do so Steve took it as like a humbling moment but I was like hey whatever it is like we think you're just as awesome as you totally are right and so um and so he said he had a feeling that he should call 911 he was like there is no service out here just this funny feeling on my phone just dial 911 so he's like, I dialed, it's ringing and ringing for about 15 minutes. And he's like, and then all of a sudden someone says, hello, like the operator picks up. I was like, oh my gosh. And so they didn't get a word in, but they were able to track them by the location of their phone. They got pulled out. They got roadside assistance. Juanis didn't have it. This guy had it. The guy that gave him roadside was willing to like double up on the road. I mean, I'm, I'm giving vague generalities so no one gets in trouble, but they got a super <laughs> sweet deal on their roadside <laughs> assistance. And just God did them a solid. And so we're so glad to see that. And we've seen also, this is zero credit to us, but we've seen that the people that have helped us out have gotten, like oftentimes it's the, the turnaround is so fast before we even leave town, like they have been blessed in some way. They're like, mm, this is the yeah. busiest day my store has ever had. This is the yeah. most business I've had. Like after I gave these guys water, like my store was flooded mm-hmm. with customers. They're like, people that help yeah. are just totally blessed in return for what they do. And wow. that's we had, a, we had a couple people that donated um, items to us, everything life-saving. Mindy Martin, they donated uh, backpacks to us, tents, camping bags, sleeping bags, all this stuff. She gave us all these supplies for really super cheap. And then she said, you know, the next week I had, and she was working on a railroad. The next week she had two job offers with, fr- they had like headhunted her from, a ho- from uh, hospitals. 
and she's like a, she has a nursing background and so she had two really amazing job offers that she was able to like leverage to get the best the and best she'd deal. been out of work for about a year i think wasn't it she, she hadn't been out of months? work she'd been working at a railroad oh, uh, a different girl though mm. donated to us who had been out of work for like there we go. that's yeah. april she'd been out of work for six to eight months mm -hmm. and the the next day or like the next week after she donated to what we were doing Boom, she had a job offer from a hospital. She donated She's also when she a nurse. Met. She was so generous. We yeah. were all blown away by what she did. So I don't think it's anything like, oh, if you give money to us, it will happen to you. It's if you help anyone in general, you know, yeah. you get it back. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Reciprocity or karma. Yay. That's it. Or the mm -hmm. spirit of the universe, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So what's next for you guys? So what's the trip look like from here on out? Where, where? I'm just, gosh, this yeah. just sounds... The, you've got so many amazing stories, and you're right, kind of on at the beginning still, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah we, just, we just finished a, a sixth of the mileage, right? We finished 530 miles as of Lund. Um, so we still have... So we're a sixth of the way through mileage-wise. We, we are, number of days-wise, though, we're over a quarter of the way, right? As long as we stick to the 17 miles a day, we're over a quarter of the way. So... Honestly, we have no, like, I would imagine just miracles after miracles are coming our way. Absolutely. And That's why we want to, we want to talk to you every week if we can. Yeah. Okay. We want to, we want to, we want to just touch in and touch base. Totally. Just, just to, to know what you're doing. So shoes, what are you doing? You guys, Ooh. and how are feet, how are feet going to hang out? Do you guys have a game plan? Do you have that, that, that waxy stuff that you put on your, your feet, you know, whatever that's, yeah, yeah, that, that stuff for. I mean, you got some. Do you need some five hundred dollars shoes <laughs> that will help you somehow it's not get blisters? Funny question. <laughs> um, you know, I I made the mistake of getting these running shoes because we were told to get these certain shoes. What was the brand? Ultras. Uh, Ultras. And they were okay for the first, you know, week or two. But you took a brand new pair of shoes. Well, mm -hmm. I, I wore it into. I uh, I used them for a few days before okay. kind of get them worn in, but. Um, when we got, and then you walked 500 miles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not quite, not quite. But you know, we when we got to, uh, we went to Bishop, California. I ended up getting some Merrells um, with Vibram, um, and yeah. they were, they've been awesome, honestly. So they were the best. With so what are, in them? It's called Vibram. 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 Get Vibram. Vibram. Yeah. If you're doing pavement, so, get Vibram. The, so our friend had told us to get Ultras, but she's a. Um, uh, what's Cross country trail hiker. Trail hiking, mm. trail hiking you're, it's a lot of dirt and rocks and things like that. Ultras are great for that. Yeah. But uh, pavement, pavement just melts the crap out of mm. typical oh, typical gosh. soles of shoes. So I had a hundred fifty dollar pair of shoes. He had a hundred thirty dollar pair of shoes. But both melted. Melted oh, within melted. two and a half weeks. Oh, yeah. Wow! Oh my yeah. gosh! I mean, the, the, the kind of thing about stuff like yeah. that. I was <laughs> just totally worn down. On the Their bottom. feet were awful. It's like something medical. Like I, I literally balked. Like I've never. They were like dirt and rocks inside of their blisters in their feet. I don't know my how feet that were even bruising, happens. Yeah. Skin so, off. so what are you guys? How are you gonna? So the funny. <laughs> so here, fix that. So here's the funny thing. Yeah. I have some Adidas Terex that I've been sort of splitting the time with, with my, um, I had some Topos with Vibram. The Topos of Vibram have already melted as well. So his Merrells of Vibram, I think, are mm -hmm. still uh, holding up really well. But so I'm just going to get some more Terex, and I'm going to switch those with my, I have a pair of Brooks. 
And so I'm gonna you should get a sponsor, the kid. I was if yeah. anything, yeah, this is a great time to test yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, you, if oh we can get the King or Merrill to sponsor us, we would love that. <laughs> yeah. Because those are the shoes to get. Let's do some, it. Or some up-and-coming shoe company that wants to yeah, kickstart the test. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, Terex at, at the Costco, like, $35 pair of shoes, those have been the best. <laughs> wow. wow. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's for, for me, at least, but for him, the Merrill's. Yeah. Very. I've never wow. heard any of these brands, but that's all right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> if they're working, they're working. That's <laughs> so cool. I haven't had as many blisters either recently because of them. Also, so do you guys think your feet are getting used to it? You think, I think so. Yeah. You're just going to... Yeah. You know, I mean, your feet tend to sweat regardless of the temperature, but I think it'll be a lot better in September, October when it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not as hot. Oh, and, and something, something else. Blizzard. Exactly. Yeah. Blizzard. We, we talked to, um, what's her name over at the Adventure Elizabeth. Place? Elizabeth. Yeah, at, at the Echo, Echo Adventure, Adventure Co-op in Groveland. In Groveland. Yeah. yeah. So she told us, so we had been told this before, but we didn't get the specific details. We, we were told to get thin nylon socks. Uh, and then wear uh, a thick pair of wool socks on the outside, right? And so she <laughs> she had she she had done that. And she had walked a full like two thousand miles doing that, and she never got blisters, right? And so that's so we started doing that from that point forward. We had wool socks, uh, but we weren't using the thin nylon socks. I guess Violet maybe had mentioned that. But it's it's different when it's coming from someone who's like walked thousands of miles and she's like never had blisters. You know what I mean? It's so you guys have been doing that, and so far so good. That that really helped. That helped a lot. Wouldn't wool socks make it sweat more? Wool socks are they're anti-wicking, so they're supposed to help reduce the sweat. Oh, interesting! Oh my gosh, just stuff you just don't think about. Right. So right. what's the what's the game plan for Walk of Peace? Are you guys are you promoting somewhere? We need to get you PR. We need to get you out there. We need to get yes. people knowing what's going on, so we can so we can have more, just more. <laughs> The game we have a guy working on PR, Hosea at yes. Hosea Shadow. Yes. He's gonna help Hosea us. Out. He's been awesome. Yep, Hosea's awesome. So be, yeah, between Katrina, Hosea, and myself, um, we've been working on social media. Um, so you you can follow us at Walk for Peace 2020. That's our handle on Instagram, Facebook. Walk for Peace 2020.com is our website. Org. There is a yeah. dot. There is a website. Dot org. Yep. Walk for Peace 2020.org. Walk for Peace 2020.org. <laughs> <laughs> they have a GoFundMe as well. We do, oh. and Patreon, and Venmo. Yeah. And they can find all PayPal. of that out at walkforpeace2020.org. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yes. So when you get to Washington, what's the... What's oh, the F-O-R. 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 Not a number four. Not a number four. Got it. Right. That's only us, buddy. Yeah, that's only us. That um, <laughs> so the plan in Washington, D.C., so I actually I served as a missionary there for my church um, about 10 years ago. And so I have a lot of contacts out there. Um, the idea is I'd like to gather as many people as possible, maybe do a walk from one side of D.C. to maybe the Capitol oh building. I want to join them. Yeah. 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 We've got to be there and do a road trip. Yes. This for good road trip. Let's do it. Oh, what yeah. if you guys had like a van and you're like following and we'd like have... Oh. We all start okay. running like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes. And the smile shirts. Run. Yes. Walk for peace. Yes. Run. Walk for with peace 2020 with a smiley face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with a headband. It's going to have a headband. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Oh, we got to. We got yes. so when do you when do you guys think you're you're gonna what's the plan to end up there what month inauguration yeah oh right. really yeah. November We're January December January it, probably January January uh, at this point January 18th is the soonest we'll get there doing 17 miles a day 
if we if we if we knock it down to like 14 or 15, then we'll get there by I believe middle of February. So somewhere between middle of January and middle of, middle of February is when we're. Wow. In. Well, we gotta we gotta keep in touch, guys. You yeah. know, and here's the thing. You know, this walk didn't start in DC, and so I'm gonna end in DC. So we're gonna continue. I don't know how it's gonna work out. We'll, we'll figure that when we get there. But we want to continue to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. What? Walk into Lebanon. Lebanon? <laughs> oh, wow. That, how do you walk over the water? Jesus did it, so. Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, yeah. We have lots of That will peace. be impressive, I'm just going to say. <laughs> you guys vote for peace. Yeah. Just could do so, for peace. We just want to, you know, continue to <laughs> spread this message. Yes. In our own way. So I think it's, it's so cool. I think it's so needed uh, more than ever right now. More than Thank ever. You. Yeah, it totally is. Totally uh, is. And uh, honestly, these miracles aren't just coming by chance. Um, something we we all believe very strongly is in prayer. And every day, every single day, we're praying for miracles. And I swear to you, almost every single day, miracles are happening. Um, you know, and, and that's that's a big part. It's almost of it. frustrating the amount at which it happens because I got I'm like, we're supposed to be doing the good, and every day, like it's like this debt that we can never pay back. Like we've been given so much good every single day. I'm like. I feel yeah. like it's just it's overwhelming, and we try to do whatever good we can, but yeah. we definitely, like it or not, we've been the recipients of way more good than we've done. Totally. And you know what? We are not special. Every no. person that's listening <laughs> yeah. to this can experience miracles. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Guys, thank you so much uh, for being on the show, for being on the third time, <laughs> <laughs> and it just for what you guys are doing and believing in your hearts, and just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Ryan, I echo thank you because uh, I watch you guys for a reason mm. because uh, so much stuff out there right now is so negative I'm tired of it Yeah. so thank you amen appreciate you guys much love <laughs> you gonna take us out Ryan? you bet we always okay. end the show with a hashtag be good do good we say it louder on the third time louder we've got all these people in here I'm this is gonna sure be a loud one I can already right, tell right. this is gonna be a loud one <laughs> So, Let's right, do this, Ryan. Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. That was a good, that might be the best one we've ever had, to be honest. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go 